0: Hello, I'm Lauren Graziani. Uh, Hello, everyone. I'm Gabriella Morgato. And welcome to our fourth episode of our Let's Talk Vape podcast series, where we post new episodes discussing topics surrounding the somewhat controversial subject of vaping every month on our YouTube channel. We are prevention specialists with the Alcohol and Other Drug Department from Helpline Youth Counseling, and this podcast series is brought to you by Helpline Youth Counseling and UCLA Kaiser Health. So for this month's episode, we will be discussing what e-juices, their flavors, and nicotine strengths within them. So who are we? As I mentioned, we are from Helpline Youth Counseling, a nonprofit organization that seeks to enhance the well-being in youth and their families through counseling, education, and the utilization of community resources. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, our Instagram handle is aodprevention__hyc. On there is where we post factual information about drugs and alcohol. Uh, We also promote our upcoming events and workshops. And this is also where we will be um, promoting our new podcast episode. So it's a good account to follow if you'd like. Um, For those of you who are just listening to this podcast, you can access any graphics or images we talk about uh, during the episode on our YouTube channel, which is AODPSHYC. We started this podcast series because we wanted to create a space where we can discuss our opinions, um, share our research, and hopefully influence others to not engage in drug and alcohol use. Um, But with that being said, we're not here to tell you what to do or how to live your life. Uh, We are simply trying to provide you with knowledge and resources um, in order for you to make the best possible decisions for yourself. Um, I would also like to note that we are not licensed health professionals, so everything that we talk about is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, um, diagnosis, or treatment. Um, We are only here to share our opinions uh, based on research that we have done, um, and be sure to always seek the advice of your physician or other uh, qualified health professional uh, with any questions you have regarding uh, vaping, smoking, um, treatment for vaping, um, or cigarette addiction. Um, So with that, um, Gabby, I know that you have been doing a lot of research about what e-juice actually is. So could you share with us what you found?
1: Uh, Yes, Lauren, thank you. So I actually did a handful of research on what is um, e-juice. So basically, e-cigarettes have a canister where the e-juice is stored. When the e-juice or e-liquid is heated, the uh, liquid turns into aerosol that can be inhaled. So the vape ingredients can vary by brand, yet there are common ingredients that uh, many uh, vape juice manufacturers rely on. So today I'm going to talk about the most common vape uh, juice ingredients. So we're going to start off with the base, which is basically consists of the PG, also known as propylene glyco, um, vegetable uh, glycerin, or VG, and then distilled water. Um, and there's also add ons that you can add to that, which is nicotine and flavoring. So, first, we're going to start off with PG, also known as like the throat hit. So, like I mentioned, uh, PG, also known as propylene glycol, is an organic compound created in laboratories. The liquid is colorless, orderless, and tasteless. So, it actually is approved by the FDA because of its many um, useful properties. It's a good um, solvent, so it can. Um, it can dissolve things and then it attracts water and it has uh, low toxic- toxicity, excuse me, and low vapor pressure. So these properties make it a great choice for using various uh, consumer products. So it can be used by the chemical food, um, by chemicals, food and uh, pharmaceutical industries. So it, it kind of absorbs like humid. So for example, to absorb extra water and maintain moisture inserted in medicines, cosmetics or food products. It is also a good uh, solvent for food colors and flavors, and it's um, used in paint and plastic industries. So PG has widely been used for uh, decades as a solvent for many um, oral preparations, such as cough syrups. Um, it is also used to create artificial smoke or fog, um, which is used in firefighter training or in throughout, um, like theaters and productions. Um, which is why, for the most part, it is presumed um, that it makes a great base for e-cigarettes. Um, however, in an electronic cigarettes, PG is used as, a, like I mentioned, the base, and it is known for a, a strong uh, throw hit. However, when it comes to eating and drinking it uh, at a reasonable, uh, a reasonable amount, there is no cause for concern. However, there is potential threat for inhaling it, although there is limited research on inhaling it. Um, I did find some uh, some research, and also because vaping, as we know, is kind of recent, but it is becoming very uh, prevalent and it's uh, more common amongst the youth. So I did find a, a study. Um, it's in short-term effects, like I mentioned, we don't know the long-term effects because vaping, you know, is new. But a study of 101 people who worked close to fog machines were studied. In this case, those who worked closest to the fog, um, the source of the fog. Um, had uh, slightly reduced lung function. Uh, so they had wheezing and chest tightness. Um, it increased within those workers. And then also, uh, this was oh, done over a two year span. So the coughing and the dry throat were also reported as a short term effect to the PG fog. So, like I mentioned, there is limited research. And because of this, we don't know the long term effects of PG. We just know that it's used. Um, as a base to create that throat hit when you, you know, smoke an e-cigarette. And then another um, base uh, ingredient that I found was uh, vegetable gly- glycerin. I'm sorry, VG. So that is a production of steam. So like PG, uh, VG is another base ingredient used in these um, electronic cigarettes. VG is uh, derived from vegetable plant oils and is a, uh, considered 100% natural and safe. So because of its thicker properties, it tends to produce more vapor, but it does not create that uh, throat hit. So for this base, it's uh, again, there's very limited research and also because it's um, 100% natural, there um, hasn't been much uh, research on um, the effects that it has or like the um, harmful concerns that uh, can arise from that. So there are several flavors in e-cigarettes. So these flavors, attract teenagers and make it enjoyable for adults compared to regular cigarettes. So e-cigarettes come in various flavors, including fruit, candy, mint, and methanol. So a study from 2013 to 2014 showed that most youth who use um, e-cigarettes first started with a a flavored variety. And the flavors are the primary reason why the youth reported even starting to use these um, e-cigarettes. And then more recently in 2021, most youth reported using E-cigarettes use flavored um, varieties, So 84% of them use flavors. And then among middle schoolers and high schoolers, um, students who currently use any type of flavoring cigarette, the most common uh, flavors were fruit, which was 71%. So like fruity flavors or candies, desserts, or other sweets, 34.1 used mint and 28.8 resorted to a methanol flavor. And then also, I just wanna note that in January 2nd, 2020, um, the U.S. Um, Food and Drug Administration, also known as the FDA, finalized an enforced um, policy that prohibits the, save the sale of pre-filled um, cartridge e-cigarettes in any flavor other than tobacco or methanol unless authorized by the FDA. So they kind of had this, um, made this additional step to prohibit certain companies from selling youth appealing flavors and also disposable cigarettes and flavored uh, e-liquids without authorization. And then Lauren, I know you mentioned or had something to add on in regards to doing research in flavors as well.
0: Yeah. So um, I also did a little bit of research on flavoring and I found that there are over 7,000 different flavors. Um, And I know you kind of mentioned some of them, but it was just interesting to see that even the names of them, it seemed like it was like targeted towards youth. Like one of them was named like unicorn poop or like um, like you said, like candy, like Coca-Cola, it just seems like, uh, these names are, and these flavors are targeted towards youth, which is really scary.
1: Yeah. And I think that's why the FDA, be, um, made this, um, you know, policy, like you mentioned, these names attract, uh, the youth and that's, you know, they're targeted with these flavors. Um, so yeah, I, I really find it interesting how there's so many like thousands of flavors, but for that reason, the FDA did, um, release this policy or uh, pass this policy. So now I'm gonna talk about um, nicotine and this is another um, ingredient that can be added to your e-liquid or your e-juice. So there is optional grams and milligrams of nicotine. It's levels can be customized by the user or their uh, their, uh, personal preference. So on here we have some that, you know, it says no nicotine, which is zero milligrams. And then you have something that's light, which is six milligrams. And then medium to light can be 12 milligrams strong, which is average is um, 18 milligrams. And then you also have um, 24 milligrams, which is very strong. And then you also have 36 milligrams, which is also um, super strong. So these are just some, um, you know, e liquid nicotine uh, measurements that, you know, you can choose from when you do by... um, e-cigarette and the um, e-juice and then although you can choose the amount of nicotine in your e-cigarette a recent CDC study found that 99% of the cigarettes sold in assessed uh, venues in the United States contain nicotine so let's say for example you know a a teenager or someone under age or someone that didn't want um, nicotine in their um their e-cigarette or their e-liquid goes in there and chooses one that says no nicotine you know odds are like as the CDC found, like 99%, it does contain some type of nicotine. So also there are some cigarette labels that do not disclose that they contain nicotine and some cigarettes marketed as containing 0% nicotine that been found that contain, you know, some nicotine. So I think, as we mentioned, nicotine is very addictive. So an adult resorting to its e-cigarettes to quit smoking, you know, they purchase these um, e-juices with zero nicotine, but in reality, there is nicotine. I think this also, you know, Dangerous for the youth who, you know, say, "Oh, I'm going to buy uh, an e-cigarette and e-juice that doesn't contain nicotine." They're just doing it for the flavor, but the reality is that, you know, there is nicotine in some in these e-cigarettes, especially when they buy them from, you know, unregulated um, dispensary. So, as we mentioned before, you know, nicotine is very uh, addictive and can cause lung, heart, and brain issues, especially to. uh, among teens. So, and even if you think you are not smoking and consuming cigarettes, the chances are that you are. And then, Lauren, I also know you did other research on other harmful chemicals. I know um, maybe we can talk about those.
0: So, I did do a lot of research on um, chemicals in uh, e juice. Um, so, because the FDA um, has not begun its review of like any e-cigarette ingredients or even just e-cigarettes in general, um, nor have they issued any standards on the products. So they can basically put whatever they want in these um, e-juices because they're not regulated by um, the FDA yet. So there's definitely a lot more work that the FDA needs to do in order to regulate um, these ingredients and devices. I also wanted to apologize in the beginning of when I'm talking about these uh, chemicals. I am not a scientist um, or a chemist, so I don't know how to pronounce a lot of these words. So I apologize for that. But uh, many of the chemicals found in e juices are actually a lot of the same chemicals that are found in traditional cigarettes, um, such as uh, cadmium, um, which is a toxic metal found in traditional cigarettes that causes breathing problems um, and disease. Um, there's also known carcinogens, um, chemicals, which are chem- uh, chemicals known to cause cancer. Um, they've been found in e-juice, um, and these are things like acetylide and formaldehyde. Um, and then a chemical known as acrolein has been found in e-juice, and this is a herbicide, which is primarily used to kill weed, it has been found to cause, um, lung damage. Um, there's also dicetyl which is a chemical linked to lung disease, lung disease as well as um, bronchitis, um, also known as popcorn lung, um, which has been, uh, so that has been found in e-juice, um, diethylene glycol, um, which is a toxic chemical used in antifreeze, um, that has been uh, linked to lung disease as well, um, as well as some heavy metals, such as um, nickel, tin, and lead, Um, have been found in e-juice and heavy metal toxicity um, may damage um, the function of lungs, brain, liver, um, your kidneys, um, and other organs. Um, There's also been benzene, which is a volatile organic compound um, that's found in car exhaust Um, and long-term exposure to this can be linked to leukemia. It can also damage the ovaries um, in women. Um, Also, Toline um, can cause uh, headaches, mental impairment, also found in nail polish, uh, glue, and paint fumes. So that has also been found in e-juices. Isoprene, which is another chemical that is suspected to cause cancer. And this chemical has also been found in secondhand vapor. So meaning that not only is the person that is actually vaping being exposed to this chemical, but also those around them, um, including pets as well. Um, So after taking a look at all of these chemicals, um, that have been found in e-juice. I did a little bit of research on where else some of these chemicals that like, can be found or what, where else they're used in. Um, so the chemical lithium, which has been found in e-juice, um, is also found or used, uh, um, for batteries. Uh, the chemical acetone, uh, which has been found in e-juice, uh, is used to, uh, make nail polish, polish remover. Um, the chemical ethyl benzene, um, has been in, been found in e-juice and it's used to make many paints and pesticides. Um, and then as I mentioned before formaldehyde, um, but this is used in the embalming process for humans and a- animals, um, which is basically the science of preserving like human remains um, um, to uh, delay decomposition. Um, the chemical uh, rubidium has also been found in e-juice and this is a chemical used to uh, make or give fireworks their color. Um, so those are a couple of the chemicals uh, in e-juice that um and what they actually are used for um, other than in e-juice. Um, and after finding out what they are also used for, it really put it into put um into perspective how toxic these chemicals um are um, for us and they're going into our lungs. So I don't think I would ever um, put like nail polish remover in my lungs or batteries in my lungs, but these are the ingredients that are used to make these things and people are putting them in the lungs through um, vaping. And if the chemicals added to these e-juices isn't already enough to be concerned about, I also found out that chemicals used in the construction of these devices, so not in the e-juice directly, but the actual components or parts used to make the, e- the vape device, um, they can also, they also have been found to cause negative health effects. So I found this study from the chemical research and toxicology, um, and they examined um, three types and levels of... Um, three groups of chemicals in the components of uh, and parts of vape devices. So they looked at things like their refill liquids, their cartridges, their tanks, their atomizers, their drip tips, their mouthpieces, um, and also their sealing materials um, used in these vape devices. And they tested these three groups of chemicals, uh, one being uh, phthalates, phenolic compounds, and flame uh, retardants. Um, and Basically, so phthalates are a group of chemical used to make plastics um, more dur- durable. Um, so they have also been found to be um, toxic um, to our liver, kidneys, lungs, and reproductive uh, system, um, phenolic compounds. So they, this is another chemical that they tested for, um, and it's basically... Um, a chemical that forms uh, from the discharge of uh, polluted wastewater from like industrial plants and agriculture, agricultural activities. Um, so these phenolic compounds have been found to be um, toxic um, and inflict um, severe and long lasting effects on uh, humans. And uh, they are also act as carcinogens and can cause damage to the red blood cells and the liver um, even in low concentrations. Um, the last chemical that they tested for was flame retardants, and these are chemicals that are applied to materials to prevent the start or slow, uh, the growth of fire. Um, so this flame retardants have been found to show, uh, shown to cause, um, neurological damage as well as hormone disruption and cancer. Um, so this study looked at those three different chemicals and, um, tested samples of, um, uh e-cig devices and um, they found that uh, there was um, parabens in all of the samples which is basically an artificial preservative they also found um, flame retardants in this in the samples um, and all of these measured chemicals um, had significantly higher de- uh, detection rates in the cartridges or tanks of the e-cigs the drip tips and the mouthpieces as well as their sealing materials. Um, so because many of these substances are not chemically bonded to the materials uh, they are found in, they can uh, leach out gas with time and use, and consequently they can lead to um, human exposure. So this brings us to the end of our Let's Talk Vape, What is E-Juice? Flavors and Nicotine Strengths uh, episode. Uh, We hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode. If you have any questions regarding um, this episode, please feel free to email me at lgraziani at hycinc.org or gabby at gmorgato at hycinc.org. If you're just listening to this episode and you want to check out any graphics or images that we talked about, um, this will be on our YouTube channel, um, which is AODPSHYC. Um, lastly if you would like to follow us on instagram our instagram handle is aod prevention underscore HRC. Um, and again this is wh- that is where we will be promoting our new podcast episodes um, and before we go i wanted to reiterate the fact that we are not licensed health professionals um, and everything that we talk about is not intended to be a substitute for uh, professional medical advice diagnosis or treatment um, so be sure to check out our next uh, let's talk vape episode uh, coming up next month Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks, guys.